0: Hey, love. What's up, girl? Today, I am going to share with you some tips on how to manage your kids when you feel like they're going to make you lose your mind. Up in here, up in here. Guys, did I just give away my age? Yes, I did. And did I just give away how weird I am? Yes, I did. Welcome to my world. Anyway, sis, so if you don't know, I homeschool my kids. So we're together, like all the time there is no separation it's like we all became one thing and we're always together and no matter how much time we spend together somehow they want more time for me and it drives me a banana sometimes because my husband and I live in North Florida just the two of us and nobody else nowhere no one near us to help us there's no babysitter nothing it's just us all the time so I go crazy quite often if I'm being honest with you, but still because I have help like from my therapist, which has been on the podcast before, and my husband is also very amazing. We've come to this place where I feel strong enough that I can share some tips with you for, you know, how can you reset your days for when everything's going crazy and you have to work, get work done and all the things. So for me, I know for a fact that my kids go cray if they don't know what's going on in the day. And think about it, like how anxiety inducing it is not to know what you're gonna do on any given day, right? Especially for us, like we're homeschooling and it's super flexible. We can do whatever, whenever. So there are days that we do go to the beach, there are days that we do go to the park, there are days that we do sit at home, you know? So the days that I'm mindful about communicating with my kids, like, hey, kiddos, this is what we're gonna do today, I have a much better day. So if you're noticing that your kids are going cray on their regular, have a talk with them, you know, and more importantly, have a routine. Because that routine is really gonna allow everybody to be on the same page and have expectations. And for little kids, Routine is key. You have to have a routine and you have to have your flow. It doesn't mean that, you know, at seven thirty and a seven forty-five and an eight o'clock, like you have these things where you stop dead in your tracks and then you're moving on to the next thing. It just means that you have a flow, you have an order as how you go about your day. And going about that flow in the same order is very important for kids. So if you feel like your kids are just going crazy again, like it's it's happening super often. Take a look at your routine and make sure that you vocalize the routine and make sure that you have a routine. Make sure that, you know, your days are somewhat consistent and there is a plan ahead and that if they're not, if you do have days that things happen and it's just the kind of life that you live, predict that for your kids because it'll help them. Stay grounded and it'll minimize, it'll also help with their expectations because, you know, just like us, they have expectations too of how things are going to happen. So, just vocalizing to them and letting them know what's going to happen, what's coming ahead really helps. Now, aside from that, let's say that you have the perfect routine and you communicate with your kids and you're doing that on point, but there's some days that it's just odd and they're going crazy and they're driving you bananas. Here are the things that I find really help me out a lot. Putting on music helps me so much. It calms them down and it calms me down. I like to listen to the Beatles and Bob Marley because I'm a hippie and that's the kind of stuff I'm into. So find what works for you. For example, my husband loves classical music. And there's something about classical music that if I put it on and my kids are going crazy and there's this classical music that is supposed to be calming everybody down. Oh my gosh, I get anxiety. And I, I've i told this to my husband before, like I do not, I cannot handle classical music because it drives everybody crazy. I feel like it, it just amps up the anxiety and the craziness and I can't handle it. My husband is the only one who can actually enjoy it. So my husband lives in his own little world. So I had to come to Jesus moment with a man and I was like, bruh. We cannot do this. We cannot have classical music. So that's why he finally realized that the Beatles and the Bob Marley and like all this other more like hippie music really helps. And that's what we do. Another thing that I do is to go outside. So whether that's us actually like stop what we're doing and going to a park and spending some time outside really helps get everybody reset, or sometimes it's just a matter of putting my kids on the balcony. We live in an apartment, so they go to the balcony and they just spend some time outside and, I don't know, get their chalk and they're doing their art on the on the floor or whatever it is, but just there's something about being outside that's magical and I love it. So try spending more time outside to calm down your kids. The next thing that helps me is, how can I say this? so mama you know when you're like I don't know girl do this thing girl do this thing yo girl go do this thing and you're like you know on your laptop doing your thing and you keep like screaming across the house to tell you whatever tell your child to do something and they're not doing it that doesn't work so here's what you have to do instead and I have to be better about this because I make the same mistake you say it once so the first cue is the verbal cue hey, girlfriend, go get dressed, we have to leave. They don't do it. The next step is for you to actually get in front of them and say, hey, girlfriend, go get dressed, we're about to leave. Hopefully, they'll listen to you. But then the third time is that you actually say, hey, buddy, looks like you're having a hard time, mommy's gonna help your body. And you actually help them get dressed, which I know is a pain in the booty. I know you don't want to do it. I know we all want our kids to be independent and like listen to us the first time. Girl, it doesn't happen. But the point here is that we, we need to learn to do the one, two, three. And by one, two, three, I don't mean like threatening them. Like if you don't do this, I'm going to count to three and things are going to get ugly. That's not what I mean. It's the one you say verbally. Um, Two, you actually get close to them. And three, you help them. And when you get very good about doing this consistently, they start listening to you. Because they actually don't want you to help them. They most of the time they actually they they actually want to do it themselves. They want to be independent. So that helps you a lot too. So, you know, instead of sitting on the couch screaming to your kids to go do whatever, X, Y, Z, actually doing this thing, it's gonna remove a lot of that conflict you know and makes things a lot easier for you mama the next thing I do is that I look at my kid and I'm like hey buddy I know you're frustrated I know you're sad I know you're feeling whatever because I can most of the time tell that there's something wrong that they want my attention so I validate their feelings and I say whatever it is that they're feeling and, I, and I'll tell them mommy's working now but if you give me 10 minutes I'll play with you so again just setting that expectation right so that they know that something's going to happen within a certain amount of time and by the way for kids the concept of time is very hard even for us adults the concept of time is really something hard to grasp our or heads around so putting up a timer or saying you know after lunch or after snack or um attaching it to something that happens in the routine it'll help you and them just have an idea of when something is going to happen you know but then the next important part is for you to actually follow through with it so if you set a timer or if you tell uh, them that it's going to be after snack or after lunch or whatever it is actually do it and make it happen and follow through with your word and mama we're not perfect we don't do this every time but I think a lot of this crazy behavior that comes from our kids, it comes because we don't follow through, and we say we're going to do something, but then we don't, and they get frustrated, they see us on the screen, and they don't like it, and I'll just give you a little bit of my personal uh, life, and something that has really helped me, so you probably know this, I've said this many times before, I don't have any social media on my phone, so if I want to be on Facebook, I have to log in, Through my desktop, or I have an old iPhone that I use Instagram on, so I don't have anything on my phone. And by the way, I don't have Instagram on my phone because they spy on you, and I'm not down for that, so that's why I have Instagram on an old iPhone that I obviously don't use anymore. Um, so that's that. I even went as far as to remove the email app from my phone because I found myself constantly checking the email. And nothing was happening. But I was just like, I would pick up my phone every five minutes and check my email, which is like, why am I doing this? But I couldn't stop. So I was like, I'm just going to delete the app. And it's been great. So set yourself up for success as well. If you find yourself getting distracted and like constantly going on the app and derailing yourself, maybe removing the trigger to begin with is the way to go you know, and I know it's not for everybody, but give it a try, do a little detox, because that might help you just stay more present with your kids, and not getting distracted, because I get it, like, sometimes we're playing with them, and you're looking at them, and you're like, oh my god, I don't know for you, but for me, it's like, oh my god, oh my god, what's happening here, I don't want to do this right now, I don't want to play, I want to work, and I'm trying very hard to become a more playful mama, I really am, but for me, just removing those triggers from my phone because I notice that I'll have my phone next to me because if I'm playing music or whatever, you know, and it's just right there in my field of vision. And I next thing I know, I'm picking it up and you know, one thing like leads to the next, and I'm done playing with my kids, you know. So removing the triggers from your life could actually be super beneficial. It's kind of like not having chocolate cake at home when you're trying to shut some pounds, you know, it's the same thing, same concept. And mama, honestly there are gonna be the days that you're just gonna need to put work off to the side for a little bit or maybe even the whole day and stay with your kids because maybe there's something happening with them you know especially I feel like as they get older and maybe they're not vocalizing something to you I feel like a lot of times tantrums is a way for your child to connect with you a lot of times child a child will have a tantrum because that's how they get your attention like if a child starts screaming and they're like throwing themselves on the floor you're going to stop what you're doing to go be with a kid and even though it's negative attention and it's unpleasant if your child has learned that that's how they get your attention they're going to do it more and more and more so scheduling in those times of dedicated attention with your kiddos where they have your one-on-one attention and you're with them it's going to minimize all the distractions and all the craziness. And by the way, my therapist told me that it's quite normal for kids to interrupt you every 10 minutes. So if you have that in mind when you're working, just kind of like expecting your kid to come and interrupt you every 10 minutes or so, I think that'll help you having the right expectations, you know. But It's okay to have boundaries, mama. Okay. Like, we're not here to be doormats for anybody. We have to set boundaries because remember, at the end of the day, we're still raising these human beings, and how we raise them is how they're going to act in the future. So, if you teach them that it's okay to be interrupted all the time, then one day when they're adults, that's the lesson that they have learned that it's okay to be interrupted every time. So, have the boundaries and stay on top of your boundaries, stay firm with your boundaries. Um, But also having those expectations in mind are really going to help you, um, you know, have less of those frictions and not beat yourself up. Because I know for me, when I have those bad days that my kids are going crazy and then I go crazy and it's just kind of like, ah, life sucks, you know, like I feel bad at the end of the day, you know, and it's not the mama I want to be and I don't want to deal with the mom guilt and all the things because then my brain spirals down. And I know it's probably the same for you. So communicate more have routines in place spend time in nature play music and when all goes to crap mama sometimes you just need to put work aside for like a few hours play with the kids and then get back to it when everybody's buckets are full and I know it's not easy mama I get it it's really not I know and if you want more support, mama, if from other like-minded mamas, come over inside the Facebook group, the commerce Mama group, and let's chat with each other. Let's be there for one another because I know it's not easy and it can get lonely and it can get frustrating. And it's crazy because every time I put out a podcast episode about motherhood, like the download numbers are crazy. So I know this should tell you, mama, that you're not alone. It's crazy, it's lonely, it's challenging, but you got this, mama, okay? You're strong, you're capable, you can do hard things. And until next time, may you be wrapped in peace, love and kindness, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye.